0: Thank you. Hey everybody, welcome to this Clinical Insight. Uh, This is one that I've wanted to do since I took a dry nailing course a couple weeks ago. Um, It was kind of mind-blowing for me. Um, It was based around chiropractic, but uh, with that, I still think it's unbelievably helpful. Um, And just my line of thinking and utilizing chiropractors with it, I know it changed some of my thought process on chiropractic just a little bit Um, in terms of just some of the things that they do with just the adjustment. uh, I used to be like, why would you just adjust? You're not doing anything to actually hold anything in place necessarily. Um, you know, why don't you add rehab back to it? Is it really truly fixing the problems or just really putting a Band-Aid on it? Um, and so this kind of brought that to, well, maybe this is beneficial depending on what you're doing. Um, and it was brought, presented in a really good way um, by Dr. Eric Mitz, um, who was in Edwardsville, Evansville, uh, Indiana. So kind of getting into it, it was all based around the reflex Uh, motor control and just reflexes in general. So um, if we take a look at the general arc of a reflex, um, think about, you know, hitting your patellar tendon. There's a transmission um, from the nerve all the way back into the spine. Spine processes that real quick, sends it back out uh, and then causes the reflex to occur uh, because of the stretch and that occurred within that muscle. So if you're hitting patellar tendon, you're putting a little stretch on the quad, the quad then fires um, in that reflex action. And at the same time, you're getting a inhibitory um, reaction with the antagonist muscle, or in this case, the hamstring. Uh, never really thought about it before, but it makes a lot of sense is that doesn't have to be just something that occurs at a reflex point. So think your patellar tendon your um, Achilles, triceps, uh, the different places that people test for reflexes, but it can actually occur within the muscle itself because anytime you put a muscle on a little bit of excess stretch, it's going to go through that stretch reflex, uh, especially if it's quick uh, as in the reflex, it will then go through that entire process again where it it will reactively contract, inhibit um, an antagonist and allow that to go through. So, What we got talking about is the role of the multifidae or the multifidus muscles within the back and what their real true um, role is, um, but also what happens to them after they get injured. And some research has been done showing that they don't fully recover all the time um, post injury. And so what we want to try and do is figure out how we can rehab those to regain function. But we're going to have to deal with that because you have a long and wide ranging group of people that are get hurt um with their low back pain but it could be chronic where they're able to handle some more high intensity things because it's not um super new and you know something that they've adapted to but you also have people that um, are highly acute and really couldn't handle any load so what we kind of talked about which i thought was interesting is looking at something like putting a reflex type stimulus on the muscle Um, By doing something like a kettlebell swing, where you're having to control that muscle in a relatively high velocity or control that movement in a relatively high velocity way, uh, which is going to go in in theory, put a little bit of that um, stretch reflex on those little tiny multifidi muscles and the other ones at the spine, which will then get the little reflex to activate them and stimulate them in order to try and get uh, that process firing again. Makes sense, but again, not everybody's ready for a kettlebell swing right after a back injury. A lot of technique goes into teaching the kettlebell swing. Um, So it might not be something you can jump to right away. Going on from that, and this is where my mind was kind of blown a little bit, is looking at, well, what would be another thing that would then go and help activate those multifidi and the stretch reflex what else could you do that would allow that to occur and that's where it was kind of like wow that makes sense well look at a chiropractic adjustment done correctly and in this they're talking about a high velocity very quick but low amplitude you're not going for a large full adjustment you're looking at just um, making sure that you get enough of a stretch reflex within those muscles by kind of that localized but high velocity because you've got to get it to go quick again. Think the reflex hammer on the patellar tendon; it's a quick contact in order to get that reflex to occur. Um, and in this instance, he referenced the Gonstead style of adjustments, which I don't know a ton about. Been doing a little bit of research on it, but it's meant to be very low, very specific, and high velocity, again, high velocity, low amplitude. Uh, So you're probably not gonna be kicking their leg down or getting this gigantic adjustment. But by doing this and having it be targeted, you are stressing those multifini muscle and getting that stress reflex to occur. So in essence, you are rehabbing that muscle by getting it to fire, getting it to react. And in theory can help start your process back of reducing pain, restoring function, and really trying to get people back to where they need to be um, with uh, these this type of injury, uh, so again, when you kind of look at it, and it's like well, all that we're doing is just adjustments. Potentially, you know, depending on how a chiropractor or a physical therapist or somebody else practices, you really were potentially getting rehab in to help restart the process. Um, it wasn't just to get the cavitations and the pops um, during that. Which again, I just had never painted that full picture, but when it was brought up makes a lot of sense. Um, And so it was really interesting that you could potentially use that. And he gave a great case about doing it daily for a week uh, on a very acute um, altifidae injury um, that they looked at through diagnostic imaging, MRI, to make sure um, that that's what they were dealing with. But with that, and then stabilization throughout the rest of the day to not overstress that by putting in a corset brace, um, allowed that person to get back and really get into more functional, um, aggressive rehab, um, in the next week, in the week or two following, which then allowed them to progress back to what they were trying to do competition wise. Uh, so it was just one of those like, wow, you know, there really is something behind this, not to say that there never was, but just that something like that can be so beneficial and really make a difference um, I thought it was really cool and just something I wanted to pass along because it was something that was really interesting to us. So, um, again, you know, picking practitioners is really important and um, what they're trying to do and how they can explain that. And so that might be something worth having, you know, ask them thoughts on why you're doing this or just asking why the adjustment is. Maybe it's something deeper than that, but always getting that will really help um, you pare down what... Uh, you're getting out of that treatment and if it's really going to help make it better. So, yeah, I just thought this was something that was really interesting, really cool. I wanted to try and re-explain it just because I keep going back over it and trying to figure out how to best utilize it uh, to help out the people that we work with. But with that, hope you, have a, you guys have a great day and we'll have a new episode out next week.